How to Get and Keep a Man, Do Your Products Ever Stop Working, and a new segment called The Mitzvah Minute. All this on this episode of Brilliant Observations. Everybody and welcome back to your favorite place to be, Brilliant Observations. Is it really your favorite place? I hope it is. I can't always promise you Brilliant Observations, but I could promise you we'll give you as close as we can get. Um, hey, John, how are you doing this evening? Well, day, morning. <laughs> am I? Are you breaking a law today? Is there some kind of religious law today that you're not allowed to record because this is Russia Homa? I did rush a home to record with you. Hi, Amy. How are you doing? <laughs> Fan-fucking-tastic. It's the new year, and I'm living it up, living it up. Oh, yeah. It is the new Not year. And we did spend the day today at our synagogue um, with, like, some scary prayers that say, well, prayers of awe, really, where it says, you know, inscribe us in the book of life this year, because we go year by year. We can't ask for more than that. God forbid. God forbid. It's too much. It goes by, you know, they say things like, who's, you know, in Ecclesiastes, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to reap, so whatever. This is like, who, sh- who shall live, who shall die, who by fire, who by water. Like, it's kind of scary to think that there might be something making a choice, which is why... I did this with Jessica a couple of years ago, the whole religion thing. It's not for everybody. It's not for most, to be honest. It's really how much you subscribe to is could really make you lose sleep. So podcasting on this day, could that affect your place in the book of life? No, I'm a Reformed Jew, and I prayed, and I did all the good things. Look, it's been a very interesting couple of days. In the last like week and a half, There's during a service, there's a prayer you say for those who are sick. And Stuart and I looked at each other today when that prayer came up and we thought everybody that we normally pray for died this week. So we just like, it's been a super heavy week, Argentina. Um, It's been a super heavy week. Two days ago, well, I guess last week, uh, a good friend of ours from Stuart's residency died after a five-year battle of colon cancer. Yikes. And I got to tell you, I've never seen somebody battle like that. Like they say battle, like you're fighting. You're fighting because somebody's putting poison in your body and you're holding onto a toilet real tight and you're trying to move. This guy did chemo during, he did yoga poses during chemo. He he taught himself the ukulele. He taught himself, he started to sew. He's like, he bought a sewing machine. This is a physician who reinvented himself and his interests every, while working, by the way, full time. Every six months, he had a new interest, and he mastered it and moved on to something new. And I really feel like he is the example for all of us. He was always, 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 always happy. He and his wife, all right, this is something I was going to talk about later, but kind of in the midst of a minute. I'm going to do the midst of a minute now, folks. Here we go. Hold on to your pants. Uh, A mitzvah is a good deed. It's something you do for, not for yourself, a good deed for someone else. And one of the highest mitzvahs or greatest mitzvahs you could do is is helping somebody bury someone they love. It's just being there with the mourning and being there 
to say those prayers and, and to be comfort and, you know, physically throwing dirt on a grave and covering, like it's all, it's part of the highest mitzvah you could do. So this, we went to this funeral. It was devastating. Stuart went earlier to the funeral of, of a friend's father who's 80. It's very different than that of a seven, an 80-year-old man and that of a 47-year-old man. That's, it's very, very different. And it's just been a super heavy weekend. I, I know this is supposed to be funny. So I'm going to take a left turn and tell you what we loved so much about this couple is that they were always happy. And... That could make you crazy, but they were so delightful <laughs> to be around that it didn't. It was shocking that it didn't make us crazy. We're like, look, I kind of hate you right now. Let's go out with these friends, and it always cheers us up. Meanwhile, he's got cancer, and he's cheering us up. It was crazy. So what they always did was high-five. They high-fived each other all the time. What don't I ever do? High-five. I, I won't ever, I might fist bump you if you're my kid and I love you, but I'm not fucking high-fiving you. It's one of your greatest strengths. I thought so, but because of Michael and his passing away this past week, Stuart and I are now high-fiving. Oh my God. What's the Jewish too. God? What do we, is it, we don't say God. We don't mention God. You could say whatever you want to say. I'm not that, I, I mean, I'm going to throw this phrase out there. I'm not that kind of Jew. I... <laughs> I like the culture of it. I like the family of it. I like the food of it, maybe a little too much. Um, it's, it's, I get everything I want out of it and nothing I don't want. So there, I do it the best way. So, so you kind of gave me an idea. Yeah. I like the high five idea. Uh, normally I hate it, but I love it now. So one of the things that we do in the Catholic religion or Christian religion is we have the open casket. I don't know if you guys do nah. that. No. Nah. Okay, so we have the open casket, and one of the things is you have to go up and view the body. Like oh my you God, go up he high-fives the deceased. I'm out of here. So I'm thinking when I die, have them pose my arm up as in a high-five. So when you walk up, <laughs> you just give me a, a high-five, and you just on head on out. Isn't that great? That could work. I think for you, that would be perfect. Yes. Like or that or even if a fist bump, if they could... Close your hand and get a fist bump out of it. Yeah, you know, what do you do? Yeah, I think I think I want the, you know what, I think I want a fist bump. Yeah. Instead of that a high way, five, I think I want a fist bump. That way you don't get all the germs from everybody else. I don't really right. care about the germs anymore. It can't kill me. <laughs> I'm already dead. But yeah, just put a fist up there. They walk up, say a prayer, give you a fist bump, and then they can move on. Like, what do you think? That could be a new thing. I'm in. I'm down. I love it. I like that because it's a lot in. of crying. Although I don't think I would have wanted it, like my aunt just died and, you know, it really broke me up and I get up there and I'm not a crier, but man, it was hard. It was really hard not to cry. I did cry. And so, but I don't think I could have fist bumped my aunt. That would have been terrible. But a buddy. Yep. Yeah, but you're different. You're different. People want to fist bump you. I don't know that, that your aunt was one who was like, hey, everybody, come fist bump me. That right. wasn't a greeting she typically would have done. For you, it fits. Right. Maybe they could prop you up a little too. I don't think it's a little creepy, but no, but just the, the, the fist, like the fist up just a little bit. You come in, you little fist bump and on you go. John, fist bumping a dead guy is creepy. I don't know what else to tell you. What do you think? Well, we're Would doing do it, it now and I hate it. I, I, I hate it. And today we were leaving the synagogue and Stuart was, everyone's like, oh, happy new year, happy new year. And I turned around and Stuart had a big shit eating grin on his face and two hands up like a oh, double high five. And that's dude. what I said. I'm like, 
Ah, oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I'm standing there in the synagogue. Ah, oh, for Christ's sake. You really have to. I had to. I had to double high five him. Right. You can't leave him hanging. That's terrible. You can't leave a guy hanging when he's sitting down and wear the high five up. He's totally going to abuse it, John. He's totally going to abuse it. I, I so believe it that already great. is a sign of abuse. He, yeah. he already has abused it. So that's the other question that I have for you. How long must this mitzvah last? No, I mean, it's the You've one. You've adopted the high five as a forever? Oh, this one. Um, Don't, no, no, ugh, no. If he no, doesn't no, no. abuse it, I I loved Michael and, and his wife. The hard thing is watching their kids. Like, that's just... What now? I just watched an event that's going to shape the rest of your life. You don't even know me that well. So I I think I could carry this on in tribute to him um, as long as Stuart doesn't abuse it. I could, I could last. But Stuart's going to abuse it. Absolutely. I'm confident. You're confident. You know the man. He's absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So Stuart, if you're listening... This could last if you don't screw over yourself by, yeah. It's 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 more of an intermittent five. You yes. know, it's not the every day and it's certainly not a double on Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> what are you doing? Stop it. They got macaroni and cheese at the market. High five. No. No, no. Stop, Stuart. Already give, stop. Give him, give him five occasions where it's okay to high five. <laughs> Max out it once a week, but here are the five occasions. We won the lottery. Yes, check. Um, Ethan got a fifteen hundred on his SATs. Boom! That would do it, right? Um, I got the job I'm looking for. Uh, three. That's it. <laughs> Are there any others? <laughs> Are there any others? I see that there's none that uh, your daughter would do that would actually require a high five. Your son was in there. Your daughter, uh, no. Nothing she could do that would require that would. Be worthy of a high five. There's she never simply disappoints. too many. She never disappoints. That's right. I am not my mother. We had such a good time today. Mallory and I just sat there and she goes, Ethan was doing schoolwork. He was studying for the SATs. And she and I are laying down in what we call the jungle room. It's just this alcove of nothing that we put pillows and, and stuff in. So we're laying there staring at the ceiling and yelling, hey, Ethan, hey, Ethan, just to distract him because we're assholes. Hey, Ethan, E, Ethan, E, Ethan. And he's not answering us. And finally here, what? Do you remember that time? We would go back and forth. Do you remember that time where a little fairy flew in the room and a, and a boy came flying in afterwards and he said he's never going to grow up? And he goes, uh, Peter Pan? And we yell, yes. And then... 60 seconds pass, and Mallory goes, hey, Ethan, hey, Ethan, do you remember that time where only the men were allowed to fight for your country? Oh, wait, you were Asian, and you were only allowed, to, men were allowed to fight, and then you cut your hair, and then you went to fight for your for your family to represent. He's like, uh, Mulan? And we did this for 40 minutes with every Disney movie, every movie. And he's like, what did you drink? What is with the two of you? But when you get in that giggle mode where you're just beyond ridiculous – it just flows. And we had the best time today because here's the reason, lady, gentlemen, there were no devices. There were no ah, phones the, allowed to be used. The dreaded electronic devices. Yeah. So we didn't have any. So we were forced to be, I don't know, human. <laughs> we were forced to interact with each other. So we had the best time. So you realize that you shun these devices, but it's the only way to listen to this show. Yeah, but my kids are 15 and 16, and they're not allowed to listen to this show. Right. 
But there's other podcasts out there that they probably could listen to. I, if I was you, I would start to uh, recommend podcasts for your children to listen to. There's a lot of good educational ones out there. Yeah, and there's I don't a, want to listen to podcasts. I understand that. But, you know, know. some of that self, um, self-improvement, self a lot of good podcasts out there. Selfie-helpy? Yeah, selfie Amy, how many podcasts do you have on your phone? Oh, gosh. Um, yeah. Dozens with an S. That doesn't mean I'm listening to them. I, I acquire them. I'm paying a lot of attention to She Podcast Live, the conference experience with Ladyface. And everybody who's there, when I encounter them in the conference agenda and all the rest of it, I think, ooh, I'll download their podcast and I'll listen to every single episode. And that translates into my phone gets glutted and turned off. That's what I want to ask. John, how many podcasts do you think are on your phone? I just counted 52. Ho! Fifty-two. That's a double high five, Stuart. <laughs> Fifty-two podcasts. <laughs> well played. I use the uh, the Google Podcast app. So there's three by four. So that's 12, 24, 12, 24, 36, 48, and four more. Fifty-two. Yeah, fifty-two. And do you listen to all of those? Because there are things I'm interested. Emily Prokop recommended a a song, the story behind the song kind of thing. Right podcast that she listened to and I started to listen to it and it was great and it was she was on this one so it was fantastic because I love hearing her voice but I I, I can't like how what how is that gonna work hello hello someone that's, that's pick up Emily. the phone she's so excited oh that God. you downloaded her podcast she's so excited whose phone is on <laughs> Ethan took a phone from I'm gonna kill him he took a phone from the house and brought it into here, an office that we share, and I can't get up to, to silence it, but it'll never happen again. Dear listener, shit like this happens in your house. Don't judge me. <laughs> Put your right. judgment in your pocket. Well, That's thank right. goodness that the only rang a few times. So which ones do you listen to on the regular, Amy? Oh. Or you sample and then move on. Well, I, yeah, I do one of two things. I'm either actively trying to decide if I'm going to subscribe. And so I'll skip ahead and I'll listen to one or I'll pick something based on the title. Uh, but I, but to answer the question more directly, I did actually get sucked in by Girl in Space. What's that? It's fantastic. It's just like a novella played out. It's like a radio play. Uh, so it's uh, the writer of the podcast wrote out the entire script and voices it. So it's basically a solo show that's interrupted from time to time with other people. She's alone in space and she's just documenting everything down. She's there with a robot and then all these crazy wackadoo things happen. All right, I'm in. You win. I'm in. It's super good. It's super good. I'm totally in. It's super good. Simple. So the thing with me when I listen to podcasts or when I'm subscribed to a pop, I will take a look at it and I will look at the title and I will look at the show notes and I will decide whether I want to listen to the episode or not. So if someone doesn't have any kind of show notes, it kind of makes me mad. Oh, no. Yeah. Or what if they're like, Melissa says some shit and Amy answers her, go fuck yourself. You and like you wrote them for us. Well, I think I try to get the, you know, the gist. gist. Like I said, if I was going to listen to the show, they would, if I was going to look at the show notes and say whether I want to listen to the show, everything that I put in there is basically what was in the show. So it's short and sweet, and then you know what you're going to get out of it. So 
And then there's other shows that I listen to for news. And there's shows that are friends of mine, the podcast that I kind of listen to. Yes, there's that too. Did you right. give up on I Doubt It with Dalimore? I, I, this week I unsubscribed. They are ridiculously, I can't stand them anymore. I love them. I would love oh, to I punch, I would love to pick up him and beat her to death with him. I, I love them. I know you do. See, so. And, I, and you're the one who told me to listen to them. Yeah, at first I was okay with them, but now they're just ridiculous. It's just, I, I can't, I understand. Uh, I try to listen to both sides, but. I had to go to somebody else because I couldn't take it anymore. It's so self-righteous and self-self. I don't know that one, but it is interesting that you say you listen for news. I had completely disregarded it as a category. We do that all the time. That's Saturday morning. uh, What's happening in the house? It's blaring through all the speakers of every room. It's the one from NPR. Sometimes it's, you know, there's three or four. My husband is kind of big into podcasts as well, but typically from celebrities or news people. So, and I don't even think of them as podcasts. I think of them more as radio. It's strange. Yeah. And there's a lot of them where I'll listen to it and I'll couple like five or six episodes and it's not really doing anything for me. So I'll unsubscribe. You know, I try to give, try to give every show like five listens because you have some good ones and some bad ones. So you don't listen to all 52 of those. Some of them are, I just feel like. The more I like and the more I keep on my phone, the more it's filling my phone and it's getting angry at me. And it says, <laughs> where have you been? And now the news ones, especially, I, what am I going to do? Go all the way back and listen to Monday's news for Tuesday? David Pakman has, has a really great, great show. I, I can't keep up, man. Like, I, I really can't. And I, I, days pass and he has a daily show and it's really, and, and the news moves so fast now that, it's impossible to keep up with a daily show. Right. I listen to him. I listen to you do Dana, uh, the girl, the Dana Losh, Losh, the lady that used to be uh, the, she used to be the spokesperson for the NRA. I listen to Ben Shapira, which I know you guys don't like. Ooh, I could, I could set him on fire or see him on fire and walk by. I wouldn't even spit on him. <gasps> Melissa, that's a terrible thing to say on the Jewish New Year. Right. And then You're there's another one. Person. It's called The Pseudo-Intellectual with Lauren Chin. So there's a lot of different ones out there that I, that I like to listen to. And again, sometimes I'll listen to one and then I'll look at the, like the show notes for the other one and they're talking about the same thing. I'm like, yeah, I heard about that already. Eeny, meeny, mighty, right. mo. Exactly. So always that, listen to Mo. Right. I like Curly. You like Curly. Like, <laughs> woo, 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 woo. Exactly. A good bald man. No, it's nothing sexier than a good bald man. So they say. John asked me for an update on shitting. What could he mean by know. that? The dog. The dog. Yeah. You're sitting there because you put it on social media. It's like the dog loves a car ride. Also like shitting in the hallway. <laughs> She's so fucking cute. I think that's why little babies and kids can get away with the worst things because they're that cute. She has not shit in the house and I should knock on, I'm knocking on my forehead, dear listener. Um, She has not shit in the house in two weeks. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. We are, I'm ridiculously hypervigilant and I throw them outside every two hours, but I'm also crating them when we leave. We left this morning and I, I crated two of the three dogs. The other one, I think just walks around taunting them outside the crates. That's right, bitches. See, (laughs) still number one. That's right. Still number one. And she is still number one. So, so we are in good shape with the shit cleany uppy, 
But I, I wanted to ask both of you, with numerous children between the three of us, have your kids or dogs ever injured you as... I mean, Ethan, when he was little, I, he was sitting in my lap and I was, we were making something in front of him, kind of like that picture from Ghost, but he was sitting in my lap oh, yeah. and we were building something Lego-y in front of him. And he leaned down and threw his head backwards so hard, hit me right between the eyes and I saw stars. There were there lights where there weren't lights and I thought, this is it. <laughs> this is it. I'm going to bleed out through my nose right here on this white carpet and... He's going to eat me, and that's the end of it. So, um, I, yeah, I also had that happen with a dog this week. She shook her head, and I thought she broke my teeth. Um, I wow. thought I was a, I thought I was a goner. I was in there, I was scratching her, rubbing her face, giving her kisses, and then as I'm about to get up, she did a hard shake, and their heads are possibly made of vibranium. And vibranium. Did I get that wrong? Vibranium. It is, it is vibranium. Vibranium. So uh, they are absolutely made of the same material as Captain America's shield and all of Wakanda forever. So I, I, I almost passed out. And I was wondering, am I alone? Not in the slightest. Almost the exact same thing happened to me. My other dog broke my leg. But in this case, Butters is the one that cold cocked me and I was ready to get on a conference call. And this was one of those moments where he was hopping out. What are you making fun of me? So he was hopping up to say, I love you, mommy, gonna kiss you in the face. And I was bending down to say, you need to get back into the kennel because I'm getting on a conference call with a client. And it just went flap. And it was your lips, your teeth, your gums, your whole face, your nose, your neck, your head, everything just has popped off the top of your body. And I'm crying. I can't talk. My lips swelled up so fat, so instantly. Your face hurts so much. I'm just too. trying to. And then the whole panic sets in of how am I going to get through this call? What in the world am I going to do? And I just, I just soldiered up and I got on the call and tried to over, it was like our, we had a friend who got her tongue pierced because good Christ. So anyway, it was like Marnie trying to talk with that stupid tongue piercing in the beginning. Everything is really talking like this for a long time. Do you remember when she got her belly button pierced and then, and then went to play rugby? Oh, <laughs> she had to ouch. tape yes. it down and then it got infected. Oh. And I said, I don't think that's supposed to look like that. It was very smart woman. Crusty. Very, very She's dumb brilliant. Yes. She has brilliant observations. It's, she should take my place on this podcast. But she just taped this thing down to her. Oh, because playing rugby, you know somebody's going to rip that shit off. So she taped it. Totally did the, the right thing. All the piercies. I know so many ladies that pierce all the parts. John, I don't. Is this a sexy thing? I don't like it. I'm not. Is a there fan. any place that would be pierced that would be good? Any place that's appealing? No. Mm -mm. Right. Okay. Do you remember Erin pierced her eyebrow in the parking lot of the Deer Park and she walked totally drunk. By the yes. way, that guy stole her credit card. Um, but she <laughs> she paid in the parking lot a guy in credit <laughs> to pierce her eyebrow with while a she needle was in the parking lot. Right. So of she a walks bar. back into the bar with blood running down her face <laughs> and guy. something shiny in her eyebrow. And we're like, no. what the fuck happened to you? One of the funniest comedian things i heard a lady she says uh my son's dating a girl she has a safety pin on her eyebrow oh. i didn't even know they fell off <laughs> That's 
good. Just that holding good. her together. That is funny. Yes, it is. Who was that? Yeah, the whole piercing. See, the piercing and the tattooing thing just for me, it's just body mutilation. For tattooing what? is body mutilation? Sure it is. Absolutely it is. It's, you know, you're going to ink yourself up. And then there's these, you know, now they get so many of them, they just look dirty, like they look unwashed. And every time uh, I say this, people get all mad at me. And listen, I'm not saying you shouldn't get them. I'm just saying that whenever I see a heavily tattooed person, I'm like, they look dirty. They don't look clean. That's my I opinion. Think it's, I think they can be beautiful. It's artistic. It's an artistic expression on yourself. We did a podcast episode, I don't know if you remember, where when relatives died, people wanted to save the art that was oh, on their body. Forget this. And yes. they cut off their skin to stretch it out and make paintings, like artwork out of it to hang their deceased relatives' preserved skin on the wall. Mm -hmm. And as we threw up through that episode, I thought, no, take a picture. Mm. Take, take a picture you have from Thanksgiving and you, please don't do that. I beg, <laughs> I beg of you not to do that to me. I do not want to be hanging in your family room. Uh, uh, I wasn't against that, to be quite honest with you. I mean, you already had it. It was done. You could just tan it and stretch it like a beaver pelt. And you better say human pelt because it's not a beaver. I know. Well, not that saying. it's okay with a beaver, but. Yeah. I mean, it's, again, I mean, I'm just the whole tattoo. I've not never been a fan of it. And the same thing with all the piercings. I remember um, one of my nieces was dating this guy. He came over and I couldn't even look at him. He had so many piercings in his face, his nose, his eyebrows, his cheek. Everything was just full. It looked like he fell face first in a tackle box. And I was just like, I can't even look at this guy. He makes my eyes water when I sit there and look at him. He's, he's talking to me, and I'm like, my eyes are watering. I'm like, dude, I said, I'm so sorry, but you've yeah, got so you. many piercings. <laughs> you're making my eyes water. What it, was his response to that? Uh, uh, yeah, okay. See, that's a bigger problem <laughs> than if he had an articulate response to that. It wouldn't have been as I, – I, I do know from Amy's smash in the face, my smash in the face, and the – baby Botox with which I have experimented, your face hurts like fuck to put needles in. So I can't imagine piercing anything on my face. That jackhole with the face, like, you remember you said face tattoos are a sign of what? Bad choices? <laughs> like, ah. Right. Yes. So a wrong turn in your life. Something went very wrong. But I think it's an opportunity to learn a lot about a person. If you go through their tattoos, there's a, a reason and a story. And is this a relative? Is this a quote from a song you liked? Is this a picture of something? It has meaning. Like there's, I think it's a story and I think it's beautiful. And I think it's just a great opportunity to get to know someone better. But it is also like staring at that guy with the holes in his face. Awkward as fuck to just stare at somebody's body parts trying to decipher what turns into tattoo blue, which is really all the same color, the, all the that, same. It's the ear gauges where they take and they keep making the hole bigger and bigger and Spacers. bigger. Spacers, yeah. All right. Yes. And then they, now they're doing it in your lip, in the bottom, the, 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 under your bottom lip. They do yeah. that, and now in an African tribe, you mean? No, no, in like regular people now. <laughs> no, in like Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, like like Starbucks, <laughs> where they'll have them, where they open them here, and they'll do it on the cheek, on both cheeks, so you can see inside their mouth. And I'm like, uh, how do you no. cough? How do you cover your mouth? You gotta use two hands. Oh my god. 
It's just not what you're supposed to see. It's no. not what you're supposed to see. But I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree with the tattoo side and the piercing side. Uh, Again, I mean, there's no reason to disagree. It's, this is just how I feel. I mean, if you want to get tattoos or you think tattoos yeah. are great, then that's great. I just not me. Ugh. I mean, what? Do your kids have tattoos? Remember, don't worry, be happy. Yeah, my daughter does have one. Well, my stepdaughter, who's by the way, she it's her birthday today as we record. How old? Oh, oh and today is international. As we record today is International Podcasting Day. Is it really? Yeah, it is. Wow. So, uh, yeah, my oldest daughter, my stepdaughter, she is covered in tattoos. She has like a sleeve and everything like that, and I just I don't like them. Oh my stars! And that's expensive too. It is, yeah, it's full. expensive, and you know so. But she likes them, and she's got them all over. And so I'm trying to keep the ink off the other three. But my <laughs> my you know like my 21 year old, she's got the one on her wrist. It says her mother wrote "Be happy" on her wrist, and then she just had uh, the tattoo artist to go over her mom's handwriting. So her mom's handwriting. I said, "Can I write over top of that? Don't worry." And she said, "No." Bobby McFerrin would love it. Is he still alive? He is, right? I guess. Yes, we're, we're I hope so. Yes. I hope so. Yeah, I people have asked me, how would you feel if your kids got a tattoo? And my only request is <clears throat> because society is not where we are with understanding art and tattoos. Can you get it where it's not going to inhibit your presentation of self at a job interview? Could you keep it off your fucking face and neck? Could you keep it where a collared shirt would cover it? Yeah. Although I get freaked out by the the words that go on women usually, the words that go from like the boob line all the way down your side, down your rib cage. That shit's got to hurt too. I mean. It's like a menu. What the hell is, what are, what are you writing on your body? That One from to, column A, two from column B. Right, exactly. I'll have the Chinese pizza. <laughs> we the know you will. Beef and broccoli with white sauce. We did get that for dinner tonight. We were ordering Chinese and Stuart said to me, would you like some Chinese pizza? (laughs) (laughs) And how was it? (laughs) We did not order that. That was not our, that was not our typical order. I said the usual. The huge. The huge. That's what I got. I got my beef and snow peas. Mm. It it was delicious in brown sauce because that's what it comes in. Okay. That's what it comes in. So dogs having shit. It's been a great new year so far, all six hours of it, to be to be honest. Um, I'm curious to know, I've heard that Amy has purchased potted plants. <gasps> it's true. Now? It's totally Why would you true. do it now? Well, they're mums. Oh, whole thing, okay. Right. But that still counts. So containers, whatever. So I'm, I'm baby stepping. I'm watering them now. And my intention is to continue doing so, so they don't die. That's my plan. Well, that's usually the hope with um, living things. Well, they're going to die. Oh, but yeah, they don't have to die within like 14 hours. The sun here is very strong. And when you put them on the front porch, they sometimes don't even make it. If it's a really hot day, you water them in the morning. A lot of times they won't make it until dinner time when you get home to water them again. It's a high maintenance nonsense. A lot of people put fake flowers in, Smart in containers and stick them wherever they need to stick them. It's a great idea. I persevere. I go to Costco. I spend, you know, 
not anything at all, but get masses and masses of this stuff and put them all out and I have, you know, high, high hopes and I tell somebody to water it and then I sleep in late and they're all dead. Where did you put them? We've got porch steps leading up to the house, a whole urns? bunch of porch steps. Yeah. Do you have like urns out there? Did I tell you previously that I have a girlfriend who started a business called right. Earned Elegance? Earned. So she travels around Chester County, PA, and she does beautiful arrangements. I don't even use my front door. It's a total waste. But she has these big pot planters, and she mm-hmm. puts beautiful things in them. I just saw – I will put a link in the show notes. I will give John a link in the show notes where she put – you know, it's fall. So she's doing all these beautiful oranges and rusts, and it's it's just gorgeous. And then she has two witch's feet with – golden ruby <laughs> slippers on them coming out of one of these planters and I loved it. I should probably text her and let her know. It's nice when people appreciate what you do, isn't it? Sure. Wouldn't it be nice to, you know, get comments to brilliant observations at gmail.com if you've got something delightful to say or even something shitty. I do want to hear what you have to say. Look, no guilt, no as pressure. As soon as I told them my Chinese order, they all <laughs> ran to the Swarm, swarm. So what's the goal? You have to disgust them to have them. I told you, a dog shits up my house. That's not disgusting enough for you. I make them eat their own eye boogies. I'm training two new dogs to eat eye boogies. Nobody comments about that. It's just your order. Right. Uh, Well, again, I think uh, what was with Amy when we first started the podcast, uh, I always said you got to make them think and maybe sometimes get upset. And it was when I made her get really upset. That she finally sent a video in. Oh, me. Yeah, Back you. when I was good. At, oh, yes. Yes. I have a vast many right. videos that I didn't even send. <laughs> a lot of them you did and didn't send in. They're yes. in a folder. Yes. yes. So are we placing bets on how long it's going to take you to kill those plants? <sighs> I hate it. But it's if we can make it till like the next time we record, that's a that's a double. Oh, uh, see, I was going that's to. That's a big win. I was- I just looked at the clock he didn't go by the calendar he just looked at the clock i was going to set the over under at uh halloween i mean i, I that's how much oh I th- man wow. if i can make it to halloween wow you've got some confidence in me i love it she's in north kakalaki you know that right yeah i, I know that like but still two steps away from the sun these days i can't believe it's that hot there it is we we live in a house that is effectively brand new three and a half years old and we already have to completely restain the front door because of the, the sun. brand the brand new front door is already not only faded this isn't a cosmetic thing it's begun to crack because the sun is wow. so hot wow yeah that's crazy years. and it's not direct sun all day it's direct sun part of the day hmm, but interesting part enough to split a piece of what is it what's that fancy wood that it is Cedar. cedar. It's not cedar. It's, a, it's not. Che- is it chestnut? Maybe. What's a what's a what's a, it's mahogany. Sorry, it's mahogany. Chestnuts roasting on, on a crack door. That's the one. Jack. Amy's Ross. plants are all dead. <laughs> I'm going to send my friend Gina down there to do your your earned she elegance. She would make a killing. You don't yeah. know what these people are like down here. They get giant monograms and hang them on their front door. The kind that you used to get on those little weird bags from the 80s that were pink and green with the buttons and shit on them. And then you had like a wooden handle. They have a giant monogram and it takes up the whole door. And they get different colored ones for each season. And it's just your three initials, like it's your towels or something. Hmm. Every single house. That's batshit crazy. I don't know why. 
and all the girls wear these giant bows in their hair. It's a southern thing. It's yeah, it a, is. Bless it's their little hearts. Bless. No, it's not. Oh, speaking of bless the hearts, isn't that a North Carolina? Isn't that a TV show coming out about North Carolina? Hey, yes, we do have a local local writer made it good. She's written for a number of shows, and she's finally getting to write her own show about where we are here in central North Carolina. So it's three. She's made up a fictitious city that's a combination of all three cities, one of which I live in. So and it's a cartoon show. And I think it's got Tina Fey doing one of the voices like it's not it's, it's destined to be what network good. is it on? I think it's Fox. She has experience on King of the Hill. She's a writer for that. I feel like she wrote for Saturday Night Live. Um, That's honestly, probably where I, she met Tina Fey. I had, yeah. Amy, I think Amy Poehler is going to be involved. Lots, lots of people are um, all star attached already. But it's a it's a cartoony looking. It's basically King of the Hill for a Southern family that hopefully is not that gross. I don't know. So I'm excited that all the shows are back. They're finally <sighs> coming back. So and then. Also, are there any new ones that you've seen that you got into? Because there's one that I like. It's called Stumptown on ABC. We taped it. We're waiting to watch it. It's good. I can't spoil it now. But it's the girl from... Colby Smolders. Smolders. Who's that? The lead. She's... Oh, she's from... She was in uh, Iron Man. She did Marvel stuff, but she also did How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, that's where I know her from. How I... Yeah. 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 I do like her. And I was shocked how believable she was in the role to be quite she looks like she could like snap your legs but then buy an ice cream after i was shocked she she plays a very good character that's all i'm gonna say that's great i'm so excited for her because she's always had since how i met your mother she had she has a role in the marvel universe but she's always like the sidekick sidekick this is her show and that's great i find it hard now that we don't have i don't I don't have cable, so I use cable Hulu. cutting, like I use Hulu with yeah. the live TV. And you don't see the new shows anymore. There's no advertising. So I don't know which ones are coming out. Right. So you almost got to stumble across them. Right. I go through the guide. I'm like, what's new tonight? Let's see. Arrow, arrow, arrow. <laughs> and I caught, like, I think Jimmy Smith's is in something, a legal show yes. that I want to see that right. I think we also taped. Um, DVR is, is a dream. Because yeah, I, I can't think what's on each day, and it knows for me. Right. Like The Rookie's Back, which I really like. That, was, I, that was was a good show this past week. Yeah. Excited about it. I saw that. I got excited that Rookie Blue was back, but it's not. No. The girl from Rookie Blue is on the FBI, which is CBS. I like that, too, because I like her partner. Hubba, hubba. <laughs> <laughs> hubba, hubba. Um, what other shows? Amy, are you watching anything, or are you too busy raising kids? Yes, but I also ran out of everything. I I was in love with so many different things, and then they all either stopped or faded away, or it'll be 13 years until they come up with the next episode. I love Killing Eve. That's a huge win for me. Schitt's Creek, which is in its last uh, season, because they start January. And I have terrible taste, because I loved <laughs> I loved uh, Elementary on CBS. And my husband would just mock me mercilessly. He would come in and say, hey, do you want to put the closed captions on? Do we need to turn that up? Are you sure you're not too cold? Do you want me to get you a blanket? And I'm like, why don't you get the fuck out? I like the show. And now Was Murder, over. She Wrote, the good lead into that one? you stop? <laughs> you're just, just as bad as he is. That's why I, I liked so it. I did like it. 
That's why and it was it just so dumb because it was it you pre- could pretend that it was as intelligent as West Wing, but they would speak all the subtext, right? So you would get this flavor that ooh, this is something really good is going on, and I'm I'm this is smart, and I feel good, I, this is great. And then they'll say something like, "Do you know it's possible that the killer could be in this room?" And she goes, "I think he's over there in that chair. Let's cross to him." Then they'll walk to the chair and they'll say, "This is the killer." Like that's how ridiculous everything is. So on the nose. But I just, I love it. You like putting it together in your head and not having it pour out of their mouths. Yeah, I like to be able to solve the crime along with the, like, I want to see the clues and I want to solve the crime too. Just before them. Right. And be like, I knew that or I got that. I I, usually turn to Stuart and say, I wrote this. I I, (laughs) I always say, all right, I know who does it. I know who did it. And then, yeah, I love, yeah, those are the kind of shows I like. They don't have them anymore. Not really. I mean, Amy seems to have found it and held on for... Eight, 12, 15 years of that. That was. I like, also like that other creepy one, The Magicians. Like I like all these really stupid shows that nobody wants to watch. We so. started watching The Magicians, but mm, no, eh, no. I it's started like, with the kids, but mm. it's like Harry Potter if they were in grad school and could do drugs and do bad magic. What's and great f- and fail out of college. What's great about having a bad memory is now that what I do is I go back and find a show that I used to really like 10 years ago and I start watching it all over again because I don't remember any of the episodes. So I like that. It's perfect. And there's, it's always sunny. I mean, that's always on in this house. Oh, it's hilarious. On a loop, I don't like so. that. I've never found it funny. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Just don't like it. Um, I still love reruns of Big Bang because it makes me happy. It's it's just always funny. It was really good writing, and it made. Did you like the Big Bang Theory? I did until someone talked about how they put the laugh track in it, and that's what makes it funny. And if you play it without the laugh track, it's not funny anymore. And then I started listening, and I was like, "Ugh, they're right." So, but I was a big fan of Sheldon. I liked the way they wrote Sheldon, but the rest of them, not so much. I don't know. I liked I liked Kuthra Polly. He might have been okay. I get it. Been my favorite. I can't talk for three years on this show when there's a girl in the room. Right. Come on, then, that, then that joke sudden, is genius. Right, it's true. <laughs> I love it. Don't let that joke go. Oh, now he can talk. Nah. Yeah, it's just it's not the same. Uh, um, so I found an article that told me 129 ways to get a husband. <laughs> really. I've seen this before and I've yes. thought, you know, one of them that I saw from Better Homes or whatever was a uh, when your hus- when you are married, how to treat your husband, you know, mm-hmm. when he comes in, offer him a vodka martini and a blowjob. And like they're just they're just subservient, um, just ridiculous rules for women. Do not make eye contact. Let his ask him how his day was. Ask him again. If he still has an answer, ask 17 follow up questions and give him a blowjob. Like it is it, it was hilarious and then i found this article which is but the divorce rate was down <laughs> yeah i guess it was but uh, do you think it's because people were following these rules uh, no i think it was the blowjobs i guess that would keep people married longer you're less likely to complain when you're passed out from exhaustion 50 percent of them anyway yeah um unless so you get a raker these... oh are you talking teeth is that what you're talking? So I was talking. <laughs> I'm going to vomit. Um, so here, there are things. I don't know if you guys can open it and help me walk through. The where to find him. One of my faves. Where to find him. Get a dog and walk it. <laughs> okay. So, so. That is a tried and true, honestly, for 
anybody pickups singles couples a dogs definitely definitely help have your car break down at a strategic place are is you this, fucking kidding me wait a minute is this th- how to find a man or how to get raped because the first two are right up in there how to get raped you know what's funny here it is let's see let's compare it to the 1950s until now and see how many of these were how to get a man, and now how many, how many of these are how to get raped. Let's try number three. Attend night school, take courses men like. That's well, safe. What would That's those safe. courses be? What would those courses be? Douche. Math. <laughs> Stuff. And <laughs> science. <laughs> I don't know. Um, accounting. Hi, I'm here for math and douche stuff. <laughs> I think it's 101. Join Never- a hiking club. Yes. That's, That'll get you yeah, raped. That's, that's maybe that's that's borderline. I'm gonna say that's borderline. Yeah, like let's go to a dark place off a beaten path and and no, uh, right? What's All right, here's what: look in a census report for places with the most <laughs> single men. Nevada has 125 males for every 100 females. Don't tell Ethan; he'll apply to schools only in Nevada. Right. Here we go. Read obituaries to find eligible widowers. I mean, that's for a certain age group, don't you think? Don't you think they're doing that anyway? Mm-hmm. Isn't that something that's tried and true in the retirement homes? Somebody yeah. died? I'm I, in. I'm in. Does I he drive so. at night? <laughs> right. That's the big one. That's the big ticket item right there. He is ugly. He is gr- Does he drive at night? I need does to he, know. Does he have a pension? Take up golf and go to different golf courses. I don't think that'll get you raped, but. No. Uh, oh. Take several short vacations at different places rather than one long one at one place. That'll get you raped. <laughs> Here's one. Sit on the park bench and feed the pigeons. Eh, rapey. So, so that is kind of rapey. Take a bicycle trip through Europe. Rapey. By, your, by yourself? <laughs> you just, oh, I got to go. I, that's, there was something, though, another article I read that said women should travel by themselves. And I thought, yeah, that's great. A, who's going to feed my dogs but and take care of my kids and get this shit done? But th- that's terrific well, and terrifying at the same time. Yeah, this is for someone that's trying to find a man. You already have one. Uh, get a job in a medical, dental, or law school. See? You're trying to get your MRS degree. Aye. No, because uh, the next one tells you to become a nurse or an airline stewardess. That's they flight. have very high rates of marriage, I believe it says, is the next mm. line in the... <laughs> High rates of marriage. What? What? Ask your friend's husbands who the eligible men are in their offices. Ugh. The losers have, that can't get a date. We do have a girlfriend who is single a little bit longer than the rest of us. And she made, Stuart was so impressed by this, as was I. She made finding a partner a full-time job for herself. She took... Salsa classes. She went rock climbing. She put herself in places to meet men constantly. She it was a she made it like she was looking for a job while looking for a man, and she found a great guy. I don't think it was doing any of that, but she did find a great guy. How did they meet? I know you're nodding your head. You know about whom I speak. No, I figured it out once you said she made it like a job because I was like, who's she? Oh, yes. She's very meticulous and he is perfect for her. And I have no idea how they met, but I do believe it was through one of her concocted schemes. You do? Yes. I think that it was, I think that she um, introduced herself into a circle that he just happened to also be in. 
right? And it was like an overlapping thing, whether it was a music interest or there was a, some kind of an interest. He's a kind of creative guy as well. So your number 14 says, be nice to everybody. They may have an <laughs> eligible brother or son. Be yeah, nice a, to... I could never follow that rule. That's a bridge too far. That's good. You know, it's like, how bad do you really want this man? <laughs> Any man. I like this one. Be friendly to ugly men. Handsome is as handsome does. <laughs> Come that's on. so gross. Come on. These can't, these can't be tried and true, right? So this, this article did not stand the test of time. No. When you're going away somewhere, don't room with a girl who is a sad sack and let her pull you down to her level. Amy and I are rooming together when we go to the Sheep Podcast hey. Conference. You better hey. you better get in a good mood. It's good. I'm going to be the one who drags her down. I'm going to be like, aren't we done with this smiling at people you're, and high You're going to be saying, I've, I have arrived in Atlanta. That's my participation. I'm not going to any of these things. I'm going to sit here. I'm, I am so into this nonsense. You would not believe how much engagement. I, I've seen you on the leaderboard. Your way. I see it. I've seen you on the leaderboard. We don't <laughs> have, as a podcast, uh, Brilliant Observations does not have a table or anything like that. But dear listener, if you're going, we have swag. In fact, we have a swag bag. Da, da, da. We have a, what, what kind of bag? We have a tote bag that you can roll up and put all the other shit that you gather or unroll and put all the other shit that you gather at the conference. And so you need to find us because totes awesome. It's totes awesome. <laughs> Maybe I should have put that on there instead of hashtag listen brilliant. I just do want to say just for, for two quick seconds, how beyond over the moon, incredibly impressed I am with Jessica and Elsie and this whole thing that they have pulled off. It hasn't even occurred yet. And the, the stakes are so high and the amount of sponsors that they have and participants that they have and attendees that they have, this is all born of, you know, I woke up with a fever dream in the middle of the night. I'm going to do it. Damn it. And here we are 600 paid tickets later. I kind of can't even believe it. And Godspeed to them both. Just really excited to be a part of it and super proud of both of them. So, John, yay. wasn't this your idea? <laughs> no, 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 no. What happened was we were, we were t they had talked yeah, about it. But you're but like, why don't you just fucking do it? Get off the pot. Elsie, yeah, Elsie was, she didn't want to do it. And they were talking about a conference one day. And I said, you know, with all the people you have here, why don't you have a sheep podcast conference? And it got into a big thing. But you know, finally, Jessica said, you know what? I'm just doing this and Elsie's going to be hired help. You know, we're not just, yeah, you know, just going to hire. But it's, it's good that this way. This is Jessica. Yeah, this is all on way. Jessica. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really good. Here's one that I like. Um, practice drinking with your women friends first. That way you know how much you can well, handle. Oh, Amy, what are you sake. for God's saking over there, Fagazi? We do it all the time. We practice with our girlfriends all the time. Who needs practice and how much you can handle? To, I think okay. if we need to, we need to, you know, update this for the modern gal. And it's maybe, um, you know, do a do a test drive, do a test trial run with your female friends to see how sloppy you get after, and can still and can still carry on a conversation. Go back Ridiculous. to your hometown at, for a visit because that wild kid next door may have become a very eligible bachelor while you were away. No, no, he still picks his nose. I still saw into his bedroom when we, he was little and saw things I didn't want to see. No. If you're trolling the old neighborhood, <laughs> it's, <bad. laughs> it's, 
hit a bus station. I mean, what's next? Good Lord. Go on a diet if you need to. Oh, um, sure stumble you when you walk into a room that he's in. Oh. Stumble? Your advice for me is to be a dope. <laughs> like that's an uneasy dope. I don't, I don't think that's. Carry a hat box. All right, stop it. <laughs> All right, stop it. Double date with a gay, comma, happily married couple. Let him see what it's all what it's like. Here, get better looking glasses. Men still make passes at girls <laughs> who wear glasses or try contacts. So uh, what uh, kind of advice is that? Do anything is what this article is telling you. <laughs> if you've tried one thing and you're still single, try everything else. You breathe in or perhaps stop or breathing. Or breathe out. Here's if you one. have to, breathe out. I love this one. If he's a fisherman, learn how to scale and clean a fish. Ew. 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 Get that fresh scrubbed look by scrubbing. All right. So wash yourself is what they're telling. This is just the craziest thing. Dear listener, how did you meet your partner? If you were single past the age of 25, how did you meet your partner? Did you stumble into a room? Did you scale a fish? Did you carry a hat box or put yourself in very risky situations where you could easily have been injured or abducted? What did you do? Number 70 says, mm. don't be too fussy. <laughs> 102. Yeah, hang out with ugly men. Make your home comfortable when he calls. Large ashtrays and comfortable chairs. Large uh. ashtrays. Well, that really also tells you about the, the time that this was done. Certainly. Talk to his father about business and agree that taxes are too high. I, I love I love the talking points. Guys, you you're better than this. I'm sorry. You're just better than this. Swipe left. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. There's I do have a friend who got divorced and I tried to think of what it would be like to even enter that arena. I didn't have this list at the time. And now that I have it, <laughs> I think I am better prepared for Stuart to uh, exit. I'll take <laughs> It's definitely the hat box. High five. Hashtag High hat five, box. Amy. High five. <laughs> Here we go. Carry a tow chain in the trunk of your automobile in case he needs one to tie your lifeless body to a rock and throw it in a lake. It. That's probably exactly what the second half of that should say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, right. yep. it's ridiculous. Yep. Um, John, as much as I love going over these, this list and you guys could find it too. Um, I heard that you finally won a podcast round table. When did that happen? Yes. What's, what's that all about? So the, so, uh, one of the podcasters, it's called the married AF podcast. Yeah. They started this other podcast called podcasters round table where four podcasters get together and they bring up topics, and then you discuss the topics of the day. It can be funny. It can be serious. It can be whatever. And then they have somebody judge it. And I've been on it. I forget how many. It was because I'm like the re I was one of the regulars and one of the regulars. And I could never win, although I thought I was close a few times. And I finally popped one off last time. There was four of us together, and they finally picked me as a winner. Yay! Yay! You are a winner, Johnny. Every once in a while, you got to brag. I like that you say you popped one off i never would have <laughs> i never would have put that that phrase um ever anywhere actually and maybe i'll put it in my hat box and keep it there for a while I was there say, you go that's absolutely item, item number 76 in the hat box pop one off in a public place <laughs> um 
Mallory and I came to the conclusion that our products stop working. Like? For example, shampoo and conditioner. Conditioner, really. You were doing the job for, I would say, a solid three, four, five months. You could even have been doing the job for two years. What the fuck made you stop working today or yesterday? After a while, they don't do the job anymore. Do you ever shake it up or do you just let everything settle to the bottom and then use the top part of it? And then when you get to the bottom, it's not the same. Shampoo? Conditioner? Why not? Do you think it all stays together? Don't you think some of them things separate? Hmm. Never thought of that, did you? How about foundation? (laughs) How about about this used to cover and share a color that made everything look one? I, I feel like... There is planned obsolescence in things like dishwashers and washer dryers, cars. Things are planned to ha- to for demise so that they could sell you a new one. Your parents' washer dryer lasts for 38 years. As long as they did, as long as they were doing laundry, it lived. And now 8 to 12 years on a on an appliance of any significance. You say that my dryer broke last Shut night. Up. Oh God, no! Yeah, I went downstairs and uh, the thing still st- things off, and I smell this rubber burning, and I'm like, "What the hell is this?" And I go in there. You're gonna die. You, <laughs> You're that's gonna not die. broken. And that's I opened the up, house down. I opened up the door, and everything was soaking wet inside. So what happened was, I guess oh, the belt oh, oh. started to slip, and then that was the end of that. So I don't know if I need a new. But now who fixes? You go these on things? YouTube like, and you fix it your fucking self. You go on YouTube, I'm you find the part. You go on Amazon, they deliver you the part because Lord knows. That's how we get shit. No, 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 no. There's somebody called Convenient Appliance Man. And you call him and he'll show up and he'll be a little sketchy, but he'll get the job he'll done smell, and leave. He'll smell yeah, so yeah. funny plus cigarettes. How much does a dryer cost? Like $300? Let's get a new dryer. For a shit, for a super well, shitty one. He already had yeah. a super shitty one. It exploded on him. Right. Right. So you just get another oh my one God, in John, another four or five years. I just put this together. You don't do laundry until you have to do laundry. And now you right. are sitting there a day after you had to do laundry with nothing dry. What does so your what house smell like I, right now? No, what I did was I called the kids and I said, hey, take my clothes, come over here, pick up my wet clothes and go home and dry them and bring them no back. No lie, that's why we had kids. No lie. Yeah, it's great. I love it what? now that they're 17 what? and drive. What happened to like a clothesline? What happened to excuse like drape me? it over a? Yeah, excuse I'm me. I'm not doing all that. There's there was a ton of stuff. I'm pretty around sure here. that's against my HOA that I can't hang shit outside. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be that neighbor. My brother lived. Lucky what girl. did he live in a bus or had a? My brother lived in a bus for a while, and uh, Stuart said to me, "He should really come visit." And I said, "Yeah, where's he going to park that bus before we get thrown out of this neighborhood?" But we would make room if if you listen, dear brother of mine. I will make room for your recreational Plus. vehicle at any given point of time. No you can even bring that. a clothesline, and I would be grateful <laughs> that you were here. So, see, that's true love. True love is what brings us together today. Are you not a Princess Bride fan, John? Oh, I love the movie Princess Bride. We 
We Absolutely. even did that. Hey, Ethan, 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 remember that time where your true love died and you were married? He just, he just was so annoyed with us. He was so annoyed. Why did he not leave? Go downstairs. He did leave. He did house. leave. The whole, Flee the whole scene. point was we were screaming into other rooms. <laughs> we weren't moving. We just screamed louder. And Stuart's like, what the fuck's going on up there? Which made us laugh even harder. It was so great. Um, all right, dear listener, we are grateful for you. It's time to wrap it up, flip it, rub it down. Oh, no. Oh, no. Thank you. Amy, you missed your cue. That's your cue. Um, we are grateful. Thank you for being here with us. And if you'd like to see pictures and graphics and funny shit that we could post on Insta or on all the medias, Facebook, you can find us at Listen Brilliant. If you would like a tote bag, yeah, you heard me. I will post a picture of that tote bag. Express an interest. We'll see what we could do for you. I know. I'm not bringing it all to complete strangers at a conference. They can't have it all. We have devoted listeners who are not going to be there who deserve a bag that they could roll up and take with them anywhere. It's they That's deserve true. it. Thank you for listening. We will hear from you and you will hear from no. us. No. Well, you will hear from us again next week. <laughs> Bye. Which is really how this Bye. Works. Bye. Bye.